0: The following episode of BG Mania is brought to you by OP Seat. Whether you're a master or grandmaster, you can't go wrong with OP Seat, the official gaming chair of Level Down Games. Featuring the ultimate level of luxury and performance, these chairs are fully backed by us after countless hours of use, and you can catch our unboxing and review over at leveldowngames.com. Upgrade your battle station today the way it deserves, with the best chairs in the business. to BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games, where we explore some excellent music and talk about our experience with each game. I'm Brian, joined as always by the Eclectic Mix himself. I kind of like that tagline for any time we do radio hours. We did that last month and it kind of it's sticking with me right now as well because you are just the personification of an eclectic mix. It's Frank. What's up, guys? For those just joining us, what we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, like our anniversaries, which we do have coming up later in July. So you're always guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every week. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating under review so we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. Thanks are also in order for the episode's official sponsor this week, O.P. Check them out over at opc.com. It is the end of the month, as we alluded to there a little bit with the eclectic mix. And at the end of each month, what we like to do is something called Radio Hour, which is five picks from me, five picks from Frank, one from you, the listener, and one from Jessica, who also happens to work with us here at Level Down Games. And there's no themes. There's no, you know, pattern to what we're doing. We just pick what we feel like playing. And sometimes, generally, most of the time, these end up being fantastic episodes. They're always a lot of fun to do. We try to one up ourselves each and every month, but it's getting harder and harder to one up ourselves because we've played so many good music on previous radio hours.
1: We have taken so <laughs> many heavy hitters from so many games. Yeah, now now I'm scouring the edges of my video game collection to find something to wow you with.
0: Yeah, and then, and eventually I know you're going to have to start expanding outside of your own collection because it only goes so far. You're gonna have to start picking from things that, and I know you've picked from things you haven't. I was was, was gonna say this
1: week, I definitely got a couple things out there.
0: Yeah, I I was gonna say I thought looking at your list earlier that there was a few things you hadn't played, but I know you've picked stuff before you hadn't played either. I just tend to pick whatever I find because I never pick a game I haven't played. It's it's one of the rules here. That's 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 your own personal rule that you try to follow, but have broken many, many times. All the time. (laughs) The opening track you heard though was my first pick of the month. And it happens to come from a game known as Last Bible 3. The name of the track is Val Ship. This released March 4th, 1995, over in Japan. It was it remained exclusive to Japan. This never did release here in North America. It was published by Atlas and the composer was Hiroyuki Yanada. I am familiar with this series because in a very loose way, it's part of the Megami Tensei overarching storyline.
1: Uh, I've come to learn over the years that everything is part of the Megami Tensei <laughs> overarching
0: storyline. Anything that Atlas really used to do back in the day, and obviously a lot of things now. We, we still have Shin Megami Tensei. We have Persona still as franchises currently, you know, making new entries that are yet to be released. But Last Bible, I think, is done as an offshoot. But yeah, this in er, and, and, and its early stages was part of the Megami Tensei franchise. Uh, played very similar by looking it up to the Shin Megami games. First person dungeon crawling type stuff. Uh, It seemed cool. The only reason they didn't actually make it full fledged Shin Megami is because it was targeted more at a younger audience with a with a title like Last Bible Three is the name of the game. You know, some there there were a couple Bible games. Those are always
1: the kind of those are always the kind of titles I asked my parents for Christmas or, or I I, I want Bible Adventures 4.
0: Well, do you remember, like, back in the day, there used to be games based on the Bible?
1: (laughs) No. Trust me, I know. I've played them. (laughs) Yeah. Some of them literally required you to have your Bible at the handy to answer questions along the way.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. See, I I don't really have any experience playing these games. I'm just familiar with them from watching stuff on YouTube, and the Angry Video Game Nerd did some stuff on a couple of the games. Uh,. It, it, they're games that I probably never would have even cared to play. But Atlas as a studio we've come to know generally has some pretty good soundtracks behind their games. This one is no different. It's very phenomenal, uh, very synth wavy, very 80s in nature, everything that we enjoy. Retrowave type stuff. Great track. Really enjoyed it.
1: Uh, yeah, I love your track, uh, but now I'm going to knock your freaking socks off.
0: I'm not wearing socks, Frank. Well, I'm not wearing
1: pants. (laughs) From a game that please, 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 please make a sequel one of these days from F-Zero GX, this is BioRex's theme. And that was Bio-Rex's Theme from F-Zero GX. That was a GameCube game.
0: Yeah, that was the GameCube version, man. Probably my favorite F-Zero of all of them. That one was really good.
1: I'm surprised we haven't got a new F-Zero. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Composed by Hidonari Shoji, who I am not familiar with, to be honest.
0: I've heard the name, but I think we talked about him because we have played at least one track from we F-Zero have, GX We have played a track the from past. this game, right? yeah. Uh, the, the soundtrack itself, man, from start to finish, is very metal. It's a very rocking soundtrack.
1: Most of the characters have their own theme songs, too. And there's a quite a long cast of characters. I mean,
0: James McCloud
1: is in this game.
0: Yeah, and every character theme is heavy metal for the most part. Yeah. And I think there might be one or two that aren't. But like I said, probably 90 to 95% of the soundtrack is very metal, which... I guess if you look at like the SNES and the N64 versions, they were inspired by metal, but they just didn't sound it because of the sound chips. Once we got to disc based games and, you know, things being able to do and output different types of sounds and music, it just totally went the route of metal.
1: I was tempted to pick five tracks from this game, but I knew I would drive you insane if I did that. It would have all
0: started sounding the same at one point. (laughs) Okay, because you can't control the metal. I think we will get a new F-Zero this generation.
1: I hope so. I mean, because we have rumors of the Star Fox racer.
0: Yeah, if that doesn't if that doesn't pan out, then I think obviously the next logical solution is just to make an F-Zero game. Or, or even the Tekken Kart Racer. I'll play that. But that...
1: I'm just why? Kidding. I'm joking, uh, Why? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm sorry for even throwing bad ideas out there.
0: <laughs> There's too many rumors right now. There's too many clouds of smoke that we can follow that seem to be pointing to a new F-Zero happening at some point for the Nintendo Switch. I think it's a, a matter of if, not when, or when, not if, I think is what I'm trying to say there. Uh, how does that? Yeah, that's the right way to say that, right? It's a yes. matter of when, not if. Yes, that's the correct way. <laughs> it's like, uh, man, we say stupid stuff every episode. I can't remember what we said last week. May have been that. Uh, that's because you're constantly high on drugs. Fictitional, I think, was the was was the word that we came up with last week. So yeah. Anyway, uh, great pick. Great pick. It's it's always nice to get back to the F-Zero franchise because we haven't now. Granted, we have picked a lot of music from previous F-Zero oh, games. Yeah. Of course we have. <laughs> but we could definitely pick a lot more. I mean, we haven't spent nearly as much time as we probably could or should have on F-Zero because the soundtracks are so strong. So, yeah, great pick once again. Take me
1: back to Mute City where the grass is green. No, sounds actually not green. It's, it's not so grass. It's futuristic.
0: Pretty sure you're floating in the sky in Mute City with the city underneath you. Yeah. Let's talk about being high. Come on now. Uh, We're going to jump to a track that is very different from my normal picking scheme. Oh, wow. It's going to be a good song. Oh, I actually think this is a good song, but it's definitely different from from things I, I usually pick from League of Legends. And this is actually a band they're called KDA the name of the track is pop stars
2: come if right <laughs> now <laughs> KDA i'm a
0: that was pop stars by kda which is a a group but they are consisting of actual characters you can play as in league of legends which i actually think is kind of interesting this now if we're talking league of legends as a game it came out october 27 2009 it is exclusive to pc but this particular track Was featured in an in-game event, I want to say back in like November, December, like winter 2018, where they were doing these epic skins that they were trying to sell for League of Legends. So they got actual Korean pop artists like Madison Beer, uh, G Idol, which I think actually is a Korean pop group, and Jaira Burns to do the vocals for this particular track. And they set it to characters from League of Legends dancing around and highlighting the different skins that you could see and buy in the game. And it's actually an interesting concept because the video itself blew up, man, literally overnight. Uh, As of time of recording, it's sitting at 211, almost 212 million views with 3.1 million uplikes, which is phenomenal for something like that.
1: It's like last week's episode of BG Mania.
0: 3.2 3.2 million uploads. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Maybe one day. But it also oh, helps. Wait,
1: wait, that'll, that'll happen if you go there and Liam a five-star review.
0: It also, I, I think because the track is so good, like, that's actually catchy. That gets stuck no, in was, your head.
1: I, 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 I was having my toe to that.
0: Yeah, that gets stuck in your head. Like, the first time I heard it uh, was probably last month and I tagged it for this month's episode of Radio I think I've listened to it probably four or five times in between finding it and then up to this point just to hear it. I actually do kind of enjoy that song. It's catchy. It's it's got a good beat behind it.
1: I would not have expected a song like that from you, Ryan.
0: Right. and But you do have to remember whenever I do play Japanese RPGs and South Korea is, is very similar when it comes to musical style like that, I do kind of like the pop like pop idol groups in the JRPGs. The one from um, Tokyo Xanadu in particular that we did the bonus episode on. And then I actually played one of the tracks in a radio hour at one point. I actually I kind of like that stuff. So pop idol groups never bother me too much. It's not something I would listen to, you know, from the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep. But a track here and there never never kills anybody. K-pop is life. For some people, that is true. that is true. You know what? I actually
1: picked a song as well that's not. In my normal wheelhouse. Okay. But it is a game that I enjoyed. this oh, is this one I didn't enjoy? Uh, from Epic Mickey 2, this is. That's what heroes do.
2: Respect does not come from power.
1: that is, That's What Heroes Do, from Epic Mickey 2. Um, well, this did come out on other platforms. I played this on the Wii U. This game came out on November 18th, 2012. And because of that, I I liked the game, but I was upset that I had to play it on that shit system.
0: That Makes sense. <laughs> I w- was it also on the 3DS? It was on the 360, the Vita. Uh, the regular way PS3. I thought I remembered maybe the first Epic Mickey was on 3DS. I I remember I thought I remembered handheld versions of Epic Mickey, but maybe I'm misremembering the correctly.
1: I just looked up the ratings because I was like, you know, this had to be a highly rated game because I had a lot of fun playing it. It
0: was a six out of ten.
1: Yeah, that's kind of 64.
0: That's kind of what I would assume it would probably be. But that actual track is really good, man. It is, you know, like I I love a little just random opera. You you you, you said something
1: to me that like really clicked. He goes very conquer esque. Yeah, very it's very
0: conquer esque. When and I'm assuming is that a boss battle? The final boss, yeah. Okay, final boss battle. Because I'm not familiar with where any of the music plays in that game. So, just when listening to that, just kind of like zoning out, closing my eyes, I definitely could picture inspiration from Conquer's Bad Fur Day and how a lot of the bosses you did in that, you know, they would. Either sing to you or speak to you, or um, more more recently than that, Figment. I think inspired by both Conker and maybe Disney, Disney's Epic Mickey 2, and any other game that features bosses that sing to you. Uh, you need to play Figment, by the way. Figment's
1: fantastic. I will play. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you've told me a few times I have to play yeah, this, and you, I will. You, listen.
0: you really need to play this because you like this kind of stuff, and uh, I will I eventually listen to. You. <laughs> I actually have a track coming up here in a little bit from the game itself. So
1: what? Yeah. That's crazy that we're, we're yeah. in tune with each other,
0: Brian. Yeah, it's not next. It would have been fun if it was next. Next is our listener pick, but it would have been fun if we would have done that. But obviously, damn you, listener, if we're not picking on the front <laughs> figment. How dare you? <laughs> or conquer. Come on now. No. But yeah, man, that track really, really was good in it. Opera is, I guess, opera.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I mean, little a little bit of opera going there. on
0: there. Um, really, really well done. Very strong. Very strong pick.
1: I I highly recommend the Epic Mickey games. I would love a third Epic Mickey.
0: I'm surprised they actually... 2012, huh? Was Epic Mickey 2. Seven years. Not a peep on a sequel. That's weird. Because maybe the negative scores really scared them off from doing a third one.
1: I want this on my PS5. Okay, I want want Epic Mickey with .8 second late times.
0: (laughs) That'd be cool. That would be cool. But yeah, I mentioned we had a listener pick and we got an email from another one of our international listeners. We do, as I mentioned, have quite a large audience that exists outside of the United States. This one actually happened to come from one of our listeners that is over in Italy, came from Martino. And he sent us an email to bgmania at leveldowngames.com, just like you can, and requested a track that... Man, I'm actually kind of surprised Frank hasn't picked yet. It's another one of these picks that I could easily have seen Frank pick on a on a past episode. But yeah, so he wrote in and said, hey, guys, really have been enjoying the episodes lately. Each one gets stronger and stronger. I want to make a selection from a game that released on the NES back in 1990 and is based on a popular horror franchise.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Do you know which one it is, Frank? 1990? Uh, yeah. Horror 19- franchise. 1990 horror franchise. There's Steph- it No, it's from A Nightmare on Elm Street, though. <laughs> yeah. Right. A Nightmare on Elm Street is the name of the game. You were playing. You- you- we're green lighting music from an LJN game. It is an LJN game. But the composer we'll talk about when we come back again from A Nightmare on Elm Street. The name of the track is fittingly Elm Street. was Elm Street from A Nightmare on Elm Street, which released on the NES here in North America, October 1990. Again, submitted to us from a listener over in Italy, Martino. I left the composer. Primo,
1: Primo, Primo. Why why, 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 do you do this to us? (laughs) You're not a
0: fan. Don't ever play LG Endgame again. No, no, this is a good song. Good song. Fantastic song, man, because the composer is the reason Martino actually submitted this particular particular track to us, and I left that part out of the email because I didn't want to spoil it. Uh, David Wise getting his chops out there on an LJN track on a Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, was this his first? No, it wasn't his first, but it was close. He had worked on actually probably like 15 or 20 other games before this one, but because I forgot he did like the WWF WrestleMania game a little bit. Uh, Great game. about eh. Not really, man. That game kind of sucked, too. But also Marble Madness. He was he was around a lot before we really knew who he was. Battletoads really is what really solidified his career. And then obviously Donkey Kong. But the 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 man's a rare talent. Rare in general. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, never would I have ever imagined he would be the composer behind A Nightmare on Elm Street on NES. A game I've not played. I, I have not played the game.
1: I have owned this game and I haven't played this game in like 25 years and I have no compunctions to want to go do it.
0: Is it worse than Friday the 13th?
1: Friday the 13th is salvageable. You could play that game. You could beat Jason. I don't think you could actually beat this game. I think it's just it, it, it exists to frustrate.
0: Is it are you playing as Freddy or are you trying to get uh, away from Freddy? I'm trying to get away from Freddy. Dead by Daylight has taught me that it's hard to get away from Freddy.
1: Well, I can get away from Freddy when I play dumb my day, like I'm the best.
0: You sleep 23 out of the 24 hours a day. I'm pretty sure you're always seen Freddy. <laughs> I wish I could sleep that much. You're always asleep.
1: I got like four hours of sleep a day. You're always asleep. Yeah, I, I, I just, non dormire mai pe. Never sleep again.
0: Was that Italian? Yeah, it was Italian. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's why I asked. Nah, man, thanks. I
1: I speak many languages, but Italian's the best.
0: Well, I think. Italian's probably the one you know the most of, I would assume.
1: Um, it's All my grandfather spoke to me for a good chunk of my life.
0: Yeah. But anyway, Martino, thanks so much for submitting in tracks. If you want a track played in a future episode of Radiar, just feel free to send us an email like Martino did. bgmania at leveldowngames.com. We will always take track submission requests. We will always take episode theme requests or just general feedback. If you want to send us stuff, feel free. BGMania at leveldowngames.com. We'll go ahead and jump to another one of my picks now, though, as we are crossing the halfway mark on Radio Hour. Can you believe it's volume 22? 22, man. Two more episodes and we'll have a full year's worth of. Of a which is pretty freaking cool, in my opinion, but from it, it is, it's, it's actually really cool. It is. From. Serious two years worth. Yes. That's what I said. And. Yes, I did. I said, we'll have two years worth of BG Manias. I'll play um, the, I'll play the episode. And. I'll play the track. I'll play it back when we're done. From Boss. Starcraft. This Ooh. is Terran theme number three. And that was Terran theme number three from the original StarCraft, which came out here in North America on PC, March 31st, 1998. Uh, For those that don't remember, there was a Nintendo 64 version of this game as well. uh, June 13th, 2000, here in North America, developed and published by Blizzard. This particular track was composed by Glenn Stafford who worked on all of the music, the main composer for the game, but did all of the music for the Terran and the Protoss. Uh, Derek Duke did the music for the Zerg. I really enjoy the music of Starcraft, man. But again, it's Blizzard. I am a Blizzard fanboy through and through. I can sit here and listen to World of Warcraft music all day long and, and never get tired of it and never get bored. But throwing in some StarCraft, throwing in some Diablo, throwing in some, especially the, the mobile version later this year, throwing in some Hearthstone. I will cut you, Brian. <laughs> throwing in some Overwatch. There's so much good music in the portfolio of Blizzard Entertainment that it's just so much fun to explore different sides of it. Yeah, we played a lot of Warcraft here, but we've never I, played. i played
1: this I- I played this in high school with uh, computers all linked together, you know, like a local
0: network. Yeah, is fun. There was so much fun, man. This was uh, my crew. My Korean friends really love this game. Well, this game, this particular game, even the Starcraft one is still more popular over in Korea than Starcraft two. Is it not? Or did Starcraft two finally take it over? I, I, I think this is still the most popular one. Yeah. And I mean, it's one that everybody played I and. Mean, it's just so good. Great music, though, man. Great use of instrumentation. Great use of guitars. Blizzard really never disappoints.
1: I can't think of a bad Blizzard track, really. Uh,
0: yeah, they they I'm really sure, never I'm disappoint. Sure, I'm
1: sure one exists out in the ether,
0: but when you have such a great
1: catalog, it's it's it very deep.
0: Yeah, it doesn't even matter because you're allowed to have bad stuff every now and then when you, of course, when you constantly pump out these amazing tracks. It's so good. Uh, definitely want to do more on Blizzard. Obviously, We're, we have. Tons of plans for Blizzard stuff in the future.
1: We'll do a whole episode for Diablo Immortal.
0: We will. No, we won't. No, please don't. But we will play tracks from it. We definitely will play tracks from it. False. I'm I it right will make sure of it. All right. I will drain you of your blood.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, that, my friend, is what we call a transition. Uh what, what the? Oh, my God. Okay. What a <laughs> stupid transition. I know what you're going to next, then. <laughs>
1: Obviously. We're very off the wall. Very, very Eastern game. This is Music 4 from Mr. Mosquito.
0: Hey, everyone. Brian here from Level Down Games, the Max Level Video Game Podcast, and the BG Mania Video Game Music Podcast. Here to talk to you a little bit about OP Seat. We have been using our new chairs for going on a month now. Uh, Next week, it'll actually be one month since we've all received our chairs from OPC. And again, thank you guys so much for sending us these chairs. They are absolutely wonderful. And, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better chair to have. But after, as we say, countless hours of use, multiple, multiple weeks of use, these chairs are still as comfortable now as they were the first day we put them together. And if I do say so myself, potentially more comfortable because of that cold molded foam that just wraps itself to your body. And you sit when you sit in this chair, it forms to you. The ergonomic pillows offer the right amount of support in the perfect places and they are adjustable. The chair can recline. You can actually change the degree. It's a really nice chair. It's solid. It looks beastly, as we said in our review, which you can catch over at leveldowngames.com. This is an absolute must-own chair for anyone that spends any amount of time in an office setting working or just extended hours playing video games behind your PC or behind a console. Check them out over at opc.com. Upgrade your battle station today the way it deserves with the best chairs in the business.
1: was Music 4 from Mr. Mosquito, uh, a truly unique game that came out here in America uh, March 13th, 2002, uh, March 22nd, uh, 2002, over in Europe, and uh, June 21st, 2001, in Japan. Uh, you play as a mosquito draining the blood of a family on a Hawaiian vacation.
0: It was such an interesting concept for a game. It was. I, it's 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 better than I'm making it sound. Uh, no, I I I own this game still to this day. It's upstairs in the bedroom. It's in my PS2 collection. Uh, this came out alongside Mad Maestro, which had a cover that looked very similar. I believe it was even the same studio, but it was their uh,
1: Idos Interactive, the yeah, greatest.
0: I think it was their initiative, like to to bring these wacky insane games over that we never used to see here in the U.S.
1: That's that's literally their, their motto. I was just reading the whole idea of them was to bring quirky, odd or brilliant games that would never be localized outside of Japan.
0: Yeah, no, totally. That's what it was like. Mr. Mosquito and Mad Maestro. I bought them for that reason alone, because it was so unlike anything we had ever seen before. But truth be told, games like this were releasing all the time. Well, not all the time, but. Games like this and with these weird concepts released all the time over in Japan that we really don't ever get to play. Nowadays, we do. Most things are localized. Some things don't get localized, but most things are. But back then, 2002, it was a different ball game. It was a totally different story. This game actually had fun gameplay. The soundtrack is very
1: much the same as you heard there, just different kinds of like wacky, flighty kind of sounds uh this actually was one of Game Informer's top 10 weirdest games of all times and I will agree this is a weird game I literally bought this game because of the crazy cover it's, it's a mosquito carrying a big thing of blood like yeah and of course you read the back and it's like suck the blood from the family it, it, was, it was it was almost like marketing to you like it was like a like, like it's a fun time at the park
0: uh, <laughs> I used to enjoy like just going into a level and pretending As if I was the actual mosquito, like you can literally watch the NPCs live a smaller version of like a life. They are doing day to day activities and events inside the house. You can. yeah, You
1: you could literally be like a fly on the wall.
0: Yeah. And that that whole idea to me was really interesting and unique. And I think that's what drew me in. And then the gameplay itself ended up being a lot of fun. Like you would have you would see these little red dots on the bodies and that's where you could actually land and suck the blood. And the soundtrack, man, like I said, it really is a lot of what we just heard. And that music is good.
1: Uh, my favorite. This actually was my favorite level. This is the, when you're you're getting her washing the
0: bath. Oh, jeez. Of course, it's your favorite level perv. What? (laughs) All right, man. I mentioned Figment earlier, so I want to jump to that track now. And I think you're really going to like this one. Again, the game is Figment. The name of the track is The Fear of Loss Part 1. was the fear of loss part one from figment which released on pc september 22nd 2017 it did eventually release on the nintendo switch as well at some point last year but it's a very unique action adventure game that is set inside of your mind or the There's a character that they refer to that you're going through and trying to help, but you never actually see that person because you are playing as a character that exists within the mind and you're going through and defeating these nightmares. Now, the world of Figment is all done in a musical style, but the actual bosses itself very much do remind me of that Conker-esque stuff we talked about earlier with Disney's epic Mickey 2. Because when you go in and actually do the boss encounters, the bosses themselves start singing at you. And this particular track is from a boss fight as well. And just hearing the the different vocals, the different tones, everything that's done. It's very, very, very good. Now I wasn't able to find a breakdown of like if who is actually doing vocals or what, because the soundtrack itself and I'm actually looking at the legitimate soundtrack doesn't have the actual crediting on that. But it was composed by Ståge Snock, who is a composer from over in Denmark. I believe that may be a stage name because, it, and on the, his Bandcamp, it says A.K.A. Niels Horsgaard Sorensen. So that might be the actual name of the the person itself. But yeah, we're just gonna say Ståge Snock is the composer of this particular track from over. Can I in... see,
1: can can I, can I speak a little Danish?
0: No, Frank, you may not speak a little Danish.
1: Sure, they've already worked with that. Here at Level Games, you want to apologize for international viewers for all the bad things I said.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you don't know any Danish. I know you don't, but I
1: I, I do love a good Danish though with some with some coffee.
0: <laughs> this game is fantastic, though, man. I can't wait to to hear what you think about it after you do get a chance to play it. Uh, it's 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 really cool. It's really fun. The soundtrack is excellent. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And the soundtrack itself is only seven dollars on Bandcamp. It's actually really cheap. So that's pretty cool.
1: I will be playing this. I just purchased it myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. So you have to let me know what you think after you have time to sit down and play it.
1: Uh, So earlier you played a game with a fictional K-pop group. I did. I have a song from a game with a fictional metal group. From Brutal Legend, this is Girlfriend.
2: I never wanna see you frowning Cause I'm just about to I guess I'm just about to To Sneeze Girlfriend You really wanna make my heart bend You know you'll always be my best friend And when I say this to you not Oh. Yo cabbage boy.
1: And that was Girlfriend from Brutal Legend performed by the group Cabbage Boy in the, game. the uh it's the it's the band that uh Eddie is the roadie for in the game Brutal Legend that He's um, the main spoils, character, right? He's a main character okay. Jack Uh spoiler alert. Almost the entire band dies, then their blood is spilled
0: and awakens the ancient demons. Isn't that the first like three minutes of the game? Yeah, well, you know, so you haven't played it. Uh, <laughs> but still, it's the first—I'm pretty sure that may have been in a trailer.
1: Uh, I'm sure of it is. It's, it's uh, the, whole, the whole thing is a spoof on the fact that how metal became like corned biscuit with a wrap and the this and the that—that's that's, like it became soft, and it wasn't—it wasn't what Eddie was all about. Uh, composed by Peter McConnell, but uh, the main reason I picked this (laughs) one...
0: Fantastic composer, by the way. (laughs) Crazy that he did that.
1: (laughs) The lead singer is the voice
0: for Raz in Psychonauts. Okay, I can hear that. I can hear that a lot, actually, now that you say that.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just one of those quirky little tracks that uh, popped on my radio the other day. Uh, And it's like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's let's, Let's make the fans suffer. Does this track take place in the first, like,
0: ten minutes of the game?
1: In probably the first five minutes of the game. I was going to
0: say, like, I'm trying to think where they... Or is this just in there with him, like, reminiscing? I'm trying to remember when no, this track no, it's plays. A, this,
1: is, this is literally the beginning of the game when he's setting up the... Uh, oh, that's what I thought, just, but okay, I wasn't, just, I wasn't sure. This epic, this epic stage, and they're out there performing the song.
0: Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Brutal Legend was a fun game. I haven't played it since it actually came out. I would definitely play there, there and there will never be, but I would definitely play a sequel to it. They have hinted at a sequel to it, but again, they're probably never going to happen. Yeah, I really don't think it would, but there is enough material out there that they could definitely do a extremely fun sequel.
1: You want a game with a hell of a soundtrack. I mean, most of the tracks from this game, I can't play because they are licensed music, but uh... yeah,
0: yeah, it definitely surprised me a bit when I started playing through it and how much, Epic music that we just tend to like happened to be on that soundtrack.
1: plus you got you know, your, your main characters, Jack Black. You team up with Lemmy and Rob Halford. It's
0: it's pretty cool. Uh, Ozzy's in there. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's really freaking cool. Uh, great pick, man. You've picked for Buddha Legend before as well. You tend to you always pick the uh, the original tracks is because that's all you can choose from. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, Frank, it's that time of the month where we get to kick it on over to Jessica's pick. Yes. So hopefully we'll remember to record her audio this time because last month we didn't and I just had to fill in for her. But as I always say, if she doesn't intro the name of the track and the name of the game before we talk about it or before we listen to it, then uh, then I'll let you know what it is when we come back. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hey guys, for my song this time, I'm going to be picking a song from Amnesia, the video game. As you all know, or for those of you who are new, I play a lot of visual novels, and I'm actually the one who always does the reviews for them on the Love Games website. So chances are you're going to be getting a lot more visual novel type songs from me. I'll try to pick the best ones that I think you guys will all enjoy. This one is a lot slower paced than the, you know, past songs I have been picking, so I do hope you guys enjoy. that was Reminisce from Amnesia Memories. Um,
1: Is that the game I got for
0: free on PS4? No. So I'm glad you actually mentioned that. Amnesia is both a visual novel Otome Japanese type game where you play as a female protagonist and you're out there dating male suitors, but it's also a horror franchise that they, they share the same name, Amnesia and Amnesia that they, they share the exact same name. But they are two different IPs. They are two different franchises. There's uh, Amnesia. What is it? War from Pigs or War of Pigs. I have to look it up now that I'm talking about it because I don't actually remember the name of the game. OK, so there's Dark Descent. There's Justine and there's a machine for pigs. That's the one I was trying to think of. So those that's the horror side of Amnesia. Again, totally different IP than the visual novel Otome side of Amnesia, which itself does have several games as well. But this particular track comes from Amnesia Memories, which, if I'm not mistaken, and she may or may not have talked about it when she entered the track, We she always records her audio later than we do the actual episode, so it, it, I could never know what she's going to say. But if I'm not mistaken, I think this is one of the original visual novels she actually played when she got her Vita, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, which is kind of cool. So Amnesia Memories actually released here in North America on August 25th, 2015. And if I'm remembering, she got her Vita at the end of 2014. So it maybe wasn't the first one she played, but I know it was in that first pack. Uh, published and developed by Idea Factory uh, here in North America. Never played it, obviously, but what a great piece of music that was. That man. was good music. Yeah, that piano tune was really relaxing. It was, man, it was super peaceful. I have no clue where this takes place in this game. But that right there was Peter is the main character. Probably she probably because she has amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> But man, that was so relaxing. That was so peaceful. That was beautiful. That was a fantastic piece of music right there. That was really good. Well done, Jessica. As usual, Jessica. Good job. Great pick once again. We'll kick it over to my last pick on the episode this month for Radio Hour Volume 22. And it happens to come from a franchise where we should have seen the newest entry this month, but it was just recently delayed. Uh, They delayed it by about a month, so we are still going to see it in the springtime, but not sure exactly when anymore. But from Super Meat Boy, this is the Battle of Little Slugger. that was the battle of little slugger from super meat boy which did come out here in north america on the xbox 360 is where it originally released october 20th 2010 pc would see it about a month later november 30th 2010 and then it eventually released everywhere ps4 vita wii u switch uh it not everywhere cuz it never came to Xbox 1. I wonder if it's playable with backwards compatibility with Xbox 360. Yeah, be... I know I had this I had this on 360. I originally played it on PC, but I'm just wondering if Xbox 1 if the reason it is on Xbox 1 is because it is playable with backwards compatibility. That probably is the case. But yeah, the sequel to the game Super Meat Boy Forever was set to release this month, but it has like like I mentioned, it has been delayed. They are still saying it will release in the springtime, so that'll be sometime in May or early June. Is, we'll probably will we see this, and I can't wait to play the sequel. I know one of our other Level Down Games cohorts here, Kyle. Big fan of the Meat Boy franchise and is looking forward to Super Meat Boy Forever as well. Composed by Danny Baranowski, who is a fan-freaking-tastic composer, man. We're talking the guy behind not only Super Meat Boy, but also The Binding of Isaac, Cave Story 3D, the uh, uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, and again, where I think he's also because of that is doing the music for Cadence of Hyrule. Yep, he is nice. So he is the—I had to double check, but yeah, he is also the uh, the composer behind Cadence of Hyrule, set to come out later this year as well. The Crypt of the Necro Dancer, Legend of Zelda crossover type game. Super freaking good track, man! Very epic, very rocking. Just. Great video game music—that's what it boils down to. Great video game music. Speaking of crossover, you think any chance of getting Meat Boy in Smash Brothers? You know, it wouldn't surprise me. I—I I, I think the same argument can be used, just like people try to use for like Shovel Knight characters, like that, or Hollow Knight. Any any of those characters uh, would would probably fit well in Smash Brothers. Probably not going to happen. I, 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 I just wanted for the music into the game. Oh yeah, that would be really really good. Especially seeing maybe Danny Baranowski actually doing remixes of other Nintendo tracks like we know a lot of composers do with. uh, But but I think we're going to get a little tease of that anyway with Cadence of Hyrule, which is going to be so freaking good, man. That's going to be so good. I can't wait for that. But I think the Smash argument... I really think they're going with bigger characters right now. I mean, you know, we just had Joker from Persona 5 released this past week. And if you want to hear our thoughts on that, go check out the Max level podcast for Monday, where we went in depth with the uh, 3.0 update for Smash Ultimate, including talking about Joker's gameplay. But yeah, just looking forward to Super Meat Boy Forever. I'm hoping the soundtrack and I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to be doing the music for that as well. But looking forward to listening to that soundtrack, playing through that game and having a lot of fun. And dying a lot. And dying a lot, yeah, and dying a lot. But you get to close us out. From a little studio called Capcom.
1: Uh, I'm going to close that with Acid Man from Mega Man 11. I'm shocked that we haven't played so
0: much music from this game. I would assume we would have
1: played every track from this game by now.
0: We've played a couple. There, There's a lot of strong tracks in Mega Man 11. Uh, if you remember, I keep saying over and over and over again that Capcom is back. Well, that all started... With the release of Mega Man 11. Mega Man 11 was a fantastic game when it came out. It solidified Capcom as being, quote unquote, back in the industry. And then they went ahead and put out Resident Evil 2 Remake and Devil May Cry 5. So they've just been on a complete uphill trajectory right now. And yeah, the entire soundtrack of Mega Man 11, start to finish, fantastic.
1: And all composed by Marika Suzuki. She is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, she and we I remember talking about that because we played. I'm pretty sure we played the I think it was Block Man stage. I'm pretty sure we played that before the game actually came out because that was the one that was in the demo that we played. So we played that track the month before on a radio hour and it was so freaking good. And I remember us talking about uh, how we were looking forward to listening to the entire soundtrack and just hearing what she was able to do. And she didn't disappoint. It's a fantastic soundtrack that I highly recommend looking up, uh, man. And what a great game. Did you, So you, uh, you finished it by now. I finished, yes. Because we haven't actually talked about it since I think the the initial week or so that it came out and you hadn't finished it yet. And I did. But what a great game. What a great game. It didn't have it didn't have everything I wanted. It's why it's, why it's not an amazing Mega Man game, but it is a great Mega Man game.
1: It was a good return to form. I mean, there's definitely, there definitely some issues, but it was nice to have Mega Man back.
0: Yeah, I was just disappointed that there was only one like castle fortress type of area. I wanted more. I just wanted there to be more content. I yeah. was. I just wanted after the, you know, the robot masters, I wanted there to be a little bit more and there really wasn't, which was unfortunate. We need to go back to the old school days. where We have the Kazakhs. Then you have then you
1: have Dr. Wiley.
0: Have exactly. We need to have more than just one, because that's what makes it fun. But yeah, great freaking pick, man. Excellent music. Excellent stage. Very fun boss fight, too. But yeah, great pick. Great episode. What a good what a fun episode. We did
1: it. We did it, Brian.
0: Yeah. April's over, man. We're already moving now to May. This year is it's just flying by. This year is just flying by, but it's a lot of fun. We enjoy everything we do here at BG Mania and really looking forward to everything we have coming up for the rest of this year and even next year and beyond. It's going to be a lot of fun, but I do think that'll bring us to the close of the episode this week. Unless you have anything else you want to mention before we get on out of here. Just keep on,
1: keep on giving us suggestions because we love it.
0: Keep on, keep on, keep on, no. keep on dancing all through the night. Isn't that the Ray Bunch? You got to keep is. on. Keep, yeah, keep on Just jam, please. doing it right.
1: What? Just no LGN, please. Just... <laughs> it's better enough, Brian. It's bad enough, Brian made me do a whole Data East episode. Made me like Data East for a little bit.
0: Yeah, you do. Don't do that do do, with LGN. You do know they're in every episode now because, like I said, the tag team wrestling win match jingle closes out every episode. It's in every single episode now. But oh. that is going to do it for this week. <laughs> want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Media made possible by leveldowngames.com. Thanks again to OPC for sponsoring both the episode and Level Down Games. Remember, you can catch our unboxing video and review on our website and check them out officially over at opc.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes, as Frank just mentioned, to bgmedia at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. As I always mentioned, we are not live often. When we do go live, it tends to be on YouTube gaming. But if you want to follow someone on Twitch that is live often every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday on a normal week-to-week basis, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce underscore deduce. That's B-R-U-C-E underscore D-E-D-E-U-C-E. A, uh, a fellow cohort here, as we always say at Level Down Games. Go support him. Click that follow button. Watch him. He's, in, he's entertaining. I'm always in the chat. You can interact with me. I'm there every single Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. He's live. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Stop by. We'd love to see you. Stalking us on social media is perfectly simple. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook will be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. Next week, Frank, we are finally doing another of our listener suggested episodes. Uh, about a month and a half, close to two months ago, we got a suggestion to do a look into the franchise of Sonic the Hedgehog. And we're going to be starting that next week. We're going to be taking a look at entries from Sonic that released on the Sega Genesis and the Sega Game Gear. So any Sonic that released on those two platforms qualify for next week's episode. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have the Acid Man stage from Mega Man 11. And who is this composed by? Marika Suzuki. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. (laughs)
2: let <laughs>